We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I think the opportunity just kind of presented themselves today, and I don't think it was coming into this game thinking I'm, in, I'm running more or more or less. It just They presented themselves, and we took advantage of it. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen there. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt filling in for One Bills Live today and tomorrow with, of course, the bye week being this week. So it's going to be Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt. We also filled in on the Extra Point Show today, too. So we got a, we got an hour lunch break, and then we're back on there. Yeah, we might sound a little familiar. So if yeah. we don't, though, hello. Welcome in. Yeah, no. Ha- you know, good afternoon. Welcome in. Uh, we're going to be here from 1 to 3 o'clock heading into Show Up the Bulldog. Uh, if you did miss it, do just want to give like a quick update on kind of everything that's been going on this morning. Uh, that being um, mainly about Von Miller. There was an arrest warrant issued for Von Miller in Dallas for an alleged assault of a pregnant woman that is being his uh, long-term girlfriend. Uh, from kind of what we know up to this point, um, Dallas PD has confirmed to multiple sources, including the NFL Network, that uh, an arrest warrant has been issued for him. Uh, the alleged incident took place yesterday morning at his girlfriend's residence. Uh, the woman who was in question was not transported to a hospital. She was treated for minor injuries. Miller did leave the scene before police arrived. And then as well, what we do know is that uh, police are trying to get Miller to turn himself in. At this point, from what we know, he has not turned himself in. Um, that was, of, I think the last update, at least on that, was uh, 9, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, but we haven't learned anything since that point, so I would assume he is still not. Uh, the Bills did release a statement. Let me pull that up here real quick. If Twitter could load, that'd be exciting. All right, here we go. Uh, statement from the Bills is, This morning we were made aware of the incident involving, involving Von Miller. We are in process of gathering more information and will have no further comment at this point. So, I, it, realistically, that's all we know at this point. Um, that all kind of came in this morning. Um, at about what, Josh? About eleven o'clock, eleven thirty-ish, yeah, somewhere around, around there. there uh, when we were on there, when we were on air this morning for uh, the extra point show, and really, that's all we know up to this point. Yeah. There's not much other uh, information kind of out there. I will say, just in terms of a lot of how these cases go, this is moving very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Again, the incident was yesterday morning at his girlfriend's residence, and now. Um, I would say maybe to the incident to when it was all kind of dropped. It was about 24 hours. Uh, it is moving quite quickly. We don't know what's going to happen with Von Miller and the Buffalo Bills and his future on this team. Uh, we do know, just based off his contract, though, alone, just on spot track, uh, it's, a, it, it's a big contract he got from the Bills. Yep. When he first signed it, six years, $120 million. Uh, this year, if he was uh, yeah, this year if he was cut, it was a $40 million cap hit. Next year, if he was cut, it was a $32 million cap hit. 
Um, I think regardless, they're in a really tough situation. I think our own Nate Geary, uh, who tweeted this out a little while ago, um, basically to kind of summarize it, they're in a tough spot because there likely isn't a void in this contract. If that's what, if that's what you're thinking, there probably isn't a void in this contract unless he is convicted. And mm-hmm. a lot of these cases have kind of the big issue of convictions don't really happen. A lot of it is settled out of court to kind of just shoot under the rug and move on. Um, I, I do wonder, though, if this happens. This has been very quick to kind of come to the, to the surface. I mean, really, about 24 hours from the incident. So I do wonder if that's going to go on. I just, I, it, It's a very uncomfortable situation just because just Miller's kind of presence to at least the media and to those that cover the team is a very positive individual. He seems like a very uh, – right. it, it seemed like he was a very good person. Again, this is all alleged. He, we don't know for sure any real de- details at all. He constantly is trying to you know attract better players to the Bills, like the whole thing with Odell Beckham Jr. And then uh, I, I obviously know the city with, of Denver Leonard, adores him just right, because then, of everything he does there off the field. And, and obviously with like Leonard Floyd as well, like he did bring a lot of – you know positive energy mm-hmm. to the bills and to have this happen or at least this conviction happen because again we everything's alleged at this point we don't know for sure what's real and what's not but just for this con- uh, alleged thing to have happened it's it's the exact opposite of what you'd ever expect it, it feels like that yeah like, like that, it, that's kind of where i'm kind of wrestling with it was like really miller all right all right right, right. with that being said though if, if we're looking just on the field, um, this is not a drastic hit for the Bills, at least on the field. Uh, he signed a massive contract. We were talking a little bit about that before this news dropped, that mm-hmm. he is not playing up to what he did last year. He's still recovering from that torn ACL. Well, and there is a, there is a I don't know if you call it a silver lining in the in the contract, but if, if he was to be released by the Bills mm-hmm. after June 1st of this coming year, so June 1st of 2024, if he's released after that, it drastically changes the dead cap situation for the Bills, where the Bills would actually save about $6.7 million on their cap hit. He It would go from what it would be right now at $32 million to $15 million. Now, I know that's you know $15 million apart, but his average annual salary, his average cap hit is $20 million. So mm-hmm. really, you're saving about six because on the NFL's books every year, they're seeing you as paying they're seeing the bills as paying him 20 million dollars. Yeah. So in reality you're saving about 6.7. And then it goes down the year after. So in 2025 it'd be 15, 2026 it'd be 9, and then the last year of his contract in 2027 it'd be a cap hit of about 2.6. Yeah. So there there's you know if if it comes to it where they need to cut him this off season would be the time to do it. However, given the it's still not going to be great. It's, no, it, it's like, not going to be great. It's, it's not going to be great. But given given the gravity situation, you, there's no telling what the right call here is yet because of the fact that everything is so fresh and so new. There's, I I will say though, if if any of this does turn out to be true, and again, this is moving quite quickly. Um, they're not waiting till June first to cut them. No, no. I, I mean, it's, and they that, shouldn't. Yeah, that, that that's regardless the, of the cap. Yeah, they should not. That's the big thing. Is if any of this is you know that is alleged at the moment turned out to be true, they're not waiting till June first. Nope. You know, if this is as moving quickly as it is, he may not even be on this team when they play Kansas City next Sunday. Right. And as you said, if we're looking at this as an on-field perspective, 
there is no there there isn't that big of a change. He no, there, played, there really isn't. He played thirty two percent of the snaps last week, twenty one snaps. Mm-hmm. He's played a total of one hundred and sixty three snaps this year. Granted, he missed the four first four weeks. However, you look at Greg Rousseau and Leonard Floyd, who would be, you know, kind of his quote unquote replacement. Mm-hmm. Greg Rousseau's played three hundred eighty five snaps. Leonard Floyd's played four hundred and twenty. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, ultimately, like, their defense has been doing pretty all right without them. Yeah, they've looked like their defense they have been. They've had tough times at the end of games, but right. in terms of but in, sacks and, and getting to the quarterback, they've yeah. been fine. And also, like, how much would he? Uh, yeah, you don't know because he maybe he wasn't there. But how much would he have changed those times at the end of the games mm-hmm. where you know it's whatever? But like, I just I don't think it changes that much. If he's not on this team in Kansas City or in Dallas or moving forward throughout the rest of the season, it's, in terms it, yeah. of on-field performance, yeah. it's not that big of a deal if he's not there. It's just it. It's just it. It feels like again we we talked about this a little bit at the end of the extra point show. It's just it feels like one after the other for Bills fans of just like right. come on, like yep. just can I have five minutes where something isn't drastically happening with this team or this entire season, which has been. Can't string a win together. Can't mm-hmm. be bad teams. And they're on a bye week where you should be kind of allowed to just kind of decompress, take a minute, you know, touch grass, go talk to your family, go go pick apples on a Sunday. I don't know. And, no, no, this comes to light. And it's just like, it's exhausting. It, it really mm-hmm. is exhausting. And that's where it just for me, it's like, if any of this is true, I couldn't be happier to, to – to move on from this right. again, it's all alleged at this point. Uh, details are kind of coming as the as as they are, but it's just it's it's exhausting. It, it really is exhausting. And and to be perfectly honest, like it's just it's just I just no, want to move on to the next stage here. Like just it's another it's a, it, I I don't it's two years in a row I couldn't wait for the Bills season to be over with. Right, it's two years in a row I could not wait for the Bills to just be done playing football. Yeah, it's another one of those like really like this. After everything else, mm-hmm. like it's, I don't know. It's just it's very shocking to be honest with you because yeah, because like we mentioned before, he's looked at as a leader on this team. He's one of the captains, and he's been an influential piece in bringing in other players to Buffalo. Guys like Leonard Floyd, yeah, and like I said before, Leonard Floyd is kind of his replacement right now, and he's still on the team, and he's been great. And he's been great. Like, at this point, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I I really don't think it changes much if he's not on that team. Yeah, I was going to say, I, at least on the field, it doesn't change much. No. It, it really doesn't. And to be fair, I, I've seen jokes on Twitter already today. Of just like, like, yeah, we haven't seen him at all this year. Right. And it's not wrong. It's no. not wrong. He's been recovering from an ACL. We were kind of all giving him the benefit of the doubt. But to be fair, we, we're at a number of weeks past and you know his first his first game in the in the season was week five, he in in London mm-hmm. he played twenty three percent of the snaps. We knew he was going to be slow to start there. In week seven, he played six snaps. Was it, and, and and I think that what was frustrating me with him is just we had to hear about all you know once he was put on pop. Well, actually, you know, he was pretty close. This, this is more my decision from Brandon Bean. Right. And, you know, he's, you know, if he wanted to, he could play right now. Stop. He wasn't healthy. He's still not healthy. No. So on the field, they're missing nothing here. But where I'm now getting frustrated is just like, 
another thing. This team just cannot get out of their, out of their own way. And now they've got potentially a domestic abuser on their team. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's another situation. Like, this is exhausting. And it's just, it, it can, continues to just compound. If it's true, he needs to be off the team. Just not even worry about it. If there's a cap hit, cool. Who cares? Yeah. That, I mean, but if, but if he did this, if this is allegedly true or even partially true, move on. Mm-hmm. Move on. Because it's exhausting. I mean, going into this contract already, you knew that there was going to be the potential of this giant cap hit mm-hmm. that you were going to have to eat for, for years. But with something like this, like you said, you just have to just, okay, move on from it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's not who this football team is. That's not who the city is. That's not the fan base. None of that. Like no. that, that is unacceptable. And especially, and I, I cannot stress this enough, especially from a leader, somebody that's viewed as one of the most influential players on the team. That's, that's to me, again, that's the most shocking part of it all. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, you know, until we know more information, this is kind of all we're dealing with right now. Like, this is really all we've got. He has not turned himself in yet. There is a warrant out for his arrest. Um, he's, and he alleged, um, essentially, hit his, hit his pregnant girlfriend. Like that, yep. like that's what we know up to this point. Mm-hmm. Until then, you know, we'll, we'll keep you updated as we go. That's what we've got going into today and going and, into and the from, bye week. From what we can tell, from uh, from what the story is saying, his girlfriend is fine. She minor. It was minor, minor injuries. Injury, she was not so taken to the hospital. Good news there that nothing serious happened in that regard. So, but I, I will say, I mean, like, and this was um, part of the story from WFAA, which is a new uh, new station in Dallas. Um, it's a third degree felony if he's convicted because she was a pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, if this is true, Von Miller should never play football again. Right. Not even just because of his age. He just I mean that never play football again. His and what's what's just crazy is the whole legacy. Mm-hmm. That whole his whole career is just gone. Like, and that's that's again that's the most shocking part is he's never been mm-hmm. this kind of person. Like, he never would have shown that. Yep. And I don't know. It's just it's, it's frustrating. It's, 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 it's frustrating. It's frustrating. That's a good word. That's a good word yeah, it's frustrating. With that being said, let's let's pivot to a more frustrating or another frustrating topic. <laughs> uh we were so you want to talk a little bit about the defense yes. um before we we bowed out of the extra point show to make way for Sabres Live, which kind of ran out of time there. But what did you kind of want to talk about with with the defense? So at this point in at this point in this Bills era, right? Like we 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 had Leslie Frazier. We we saw him with the Bills defense, and they looked great. They were a number one defense for years, and they looked fantastic. But now, even with Frazier gone, there was really no changes, and I think the defense is becoming predictable. It is mm-hmm. you, you, sure you still have Jordan Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. They're aging. Yeah, they can make big plays sometimes, but they're aging. They're not who they used to be. Trey White is not who he used to be because of injuries. He's out right now because of an injury. Mm-hmm. You don't have Tremaine Edmonds, positive or negative. He's not there. Matt Milano's hurt. If Matt Milano was here, this defense would probably look a lot better. It'd look a little different, a lot different. See, I, I think I think they'd be a better unit than last year. I think Terrell Bernard is a better linebacker yeah. than Edmonds by the end of it. Oh, yeah. But, he's, but, he's already making more spa- splash plays. Right, but the, the point is is – this defense has not changed. 
since 2019, 2018. Well, yeah, it, it's been Leslie Frazier slash Sean McDermott into just Sean McDermott. Yeah, and it's the same mindset. It's the same schemes. It's the same personnel. That's a there big really part hasn't of it. been that much guys. turnover. I mean, sure, you're going to keep your staples. Obviously, like you're going to keep Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. You're going to keep Tre'Davious White. You're going to keep Ed Oliver. You're going to keep all those guys. But the fact that there's been no new look, there's been no new pop play, pizzazz, yeah. wow, yeah. like oh, that's new. We've never seen the Bills' defense do that before. And I get it; it's not the same as offense. It's it, you know, mm-hmm. you can't be as creative, but. You could see in the Eagles game, especially in overtime, and you could see in the Broncos game, they were becoming predictable. Well, and, and that's the thing. It, like, the predictability of it comes down to, like, you know in those final two-minute situations with the game on the line, they're going to be in zone coverage. They're not going to be man-to-man. They're not going to be pressing. They're going to allow yards to just be chewed up the entire drive. You mm-hmm. just know it's coming. They're not going to send an extra rusher. They're not going to do anything to maybe throw a team off. They're just going to allow you to keep driving down the field and hope their zone system works out. But in those two minutes when they're so terrified of the big play, and that's what a lot of it ends up being, they're terrified of the big play. Mm-hmm. They just allow themselves to just get just turnstiled down the field. Right. Well, and it's, and it's funny because you can see they start off the drive in that weird zone where everyone's back and they're just protecting that big – long play and the team just keeps getting small yardage small yardage first down small yardage first down and it just keeps going over and over and over until then you're on the bill side of the field Mm -hmm. and you're in your own territory and then it's oh oh we got a blitz now yeah and then the other team's like cool here's the long play and Mm -hmm. now i know you can't like it's it's one or the other in that case but i think that but But like you have to trust that you're that you're a lot of them were all pro players for a number of years Right, you have to trust. Some of them still give, are, yeah, and you have to trust they won't give up the big play every time. This and it's it's the continuation of our topic of playing scared and yeah. not playing to win. Right, because it's the continuation of that topic, just instead of on the offense, it's on the defense. But the thing is, is with the offense, you rarely see it. You rarely see the offense play scared. We did for the first few months of the season under Ken Dorsey, mm-hmm. but these past two weeks, the offense, in my opinion, has not played scared. They have played. We have Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, and we're going to go out there and we're going to score fifty points if we can. Because we're, we're six and five, and we need to. Right. I, I think that's honestly the, the, though. I think that's where a lot of it came down to. Right. Is we're six and five, and we're in desperation. There's mode. that, but it's also hey, this offense used to be and still is, it still can be elite, and so we're not going to play scared anymore. We're going to play like we have the best offense in the league. I just I, I do wonder just because like even now I'm looking back to you know 2021. And how it was the same situation of they go into that Tampa game and it's like, all right, well we've got to we've got to figure it out here. So just just go play, like just mm-hmm. go win games. Yeah, twenty twenty it feels like was the only season where they went and surprised everyone with how aggressive they were, and stayed aggressive the entire time. Yeah, and and it was and ultimately injuries kind of threw them into a rut. But then right. as well, even in the AFC Championship game, we're kicking field goals, we're not going for fourth downs, and and they're playing scared against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And that was a big takeaway from that game was that they just they got really like really conservative very very quickly, mm-hmm. and it, like that to me is a big thing is McDermott is not learning from those mistakes. He seemingly right. is making the same ones over and over again, and it's and it's on his unit, namely the defense, and it's on how he's approaching with the offense. I think a lot of it is the whole let's kneel twenty seconds, even though we've got a timeout. 
even though we can go win this game, you know, potentially, and not have to go to overtime. Which, you should never really want to go to overtime, because it's a coin flip to see who gets the ball first. And in that game, especially at the end of the game, it should have been whoever got the ball last, or who got the ball first. It's a miscommunication mm-hmm. by Allen and Davis of why we don't walk away from that game, but ultimately, a lot of the problems still are there. Well, and it's also, it, it, to, to continue on to the scared point, you didn't go for it on fourth down. You were in their territory, like heavily into Philadelphia's territory. And it was mm-hmm. fourth and six. I get it. That's a long conversion. But you have Josh Allen who can run the football an easy six yards on a bad day. Mm-hmm. Or you have Stephon Diggs, or you have Dalton Kincaid, James Cook, Gabe Davis had a great game. Like you have all these opportunities and 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 options to do something. Yeah. And and make those big pop plays, but they just decide not to. And it's yeah. it you can't always just think, oh, like we'll just we'll we'll sneak by winning on a field goal or winning by a touchdown. You can blow teams out. And and a lot of it for me is look, I think the defense for three and a half quarters, I think is traditionally very good. Mm-hmm. I have no I've almost no problems with it ever. But as soon I as, think what McDermott's been able to do this year with the defense of how many injuries they've had is very commendable and very, very good. Right. But it's the it's, it's those the little fine it's those final moments or those are those in the crunch time of go trust your offense. Go trust you can go win a game that they won't botch something on the defensive side of the ball. He curls up. And you see it time and time again. And I, that's where I'm wondering in what? What are we, year eight with him as the head coach? Seven, I think. Is he, So he's in year seven, Allen's in year six. That ain't changing. Mm-hmm. Th- that's who he is. And that's where I get, I get frustrated and I see guys like Nick Sirianni of the Eagles who's offensive-minded and goes, to hell with that, we're going to go win a football game. Well, it, it's, it's almost like it's any sort of, you know, pushback mm-hmm. like like in that first half against the eagles they held the they held jalen hurts to 80 yards i i don't know if any team's ever done that. he could barely throw the ball he had like no time right, right. you Hood were was in his face constantly yeah and you were all over him and then as the game goes on it's just oh let's just back off guys let's just let's just slow down just back off because we turn the ball over it's all over the whole thing and right. it's just and the, and the team plays like that though too because when they do turn the ball over it's panic mode immediately mm-hmm. it all falls apart so quickly yeah and it's, it's insanity. Turnovers happen, especially when you have a quarterback like Josh Allen, though, who takes risks and scores a ton of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But they play like he scores 20 a year, maybe, and that they yeah. have to win games 20-17, to 21-20. It's insanity. I, and it's I, not changing. I want them to go and watch the highlight film of that Patriots playoff game. And before every game, they should watch that. Oh, you mean when they hated Belichick and they wanted to embarrass him constantly? Yeah, and they scored a touchdown in every single drive. It was even it was even the first Stephon Diggs three touchdown game where they just right. I, they kept throwing it up late. They put him away. Yeah. They never let them have a chance to breathe to even think they could get back into the game. That should be that's how it should be. Yeah, that should be the mindset for any team. Is we're going to go out there and we're going to score fifty and we're going to embarrass you, mm-hmm. regardless of who you have on the team, regardless of who your coach is, regardless of who you're playing. That should be your your mentality in sports. You should go out there and win the game by a lot to a little. Yeah. And if it's a lot to a lot, you still won. That's fine. That's or, fine. Or if it's a lot to a lot, at least you gave it your all. You didn't hold back. And and it's, and that, yes, that's my big thing is and we talked about it a little bit um a few hours ago, it's just like look, if ultimately they tried to go drive down the field and Bass misses a field goal. He's had a tough year, and I think we all know that. Mm-hmm. He I tried. I would have been happy though if they actually tried to go win it. 
that in 20 seconds with a timeout, they gave it their all instead of McDermott pulling the reins back constantly on a team that has a Mustang for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Let him go be that guy. Let the offense go be as talented as they are. They're figuring it out. I think they've completely figured it out. Even with Diggs not having like three touchdown games and everything like that, Khalil Shakir is awesome. Dalton Kincaid looks great. James Cook's been awesome for a lot of this year. He wasn't great in the run game this past week, but he had big plays in the pass game and a little bit late in the run game along with Latavius Murray as well. But it's just, it feels like we have now limited what this team can do because of the fear that they could lose. Well, but I mean, now they are losing games. Right. Like, that's the thing is, your fear of losing games is causing you to lose them because you're not being aggressive to the end of it. Mm-hmm. You're not truly putting it all out there to go win. I can't say it's on the players at all. I think it is on the system they're forced to run. On defense, it is push back, let them get yards, but don't give up the big play. On offense, don't turn the ball over, don't do anything ridiculous. But in doing that, it limits how they're actually able to stop teams. Right. And, like, obviously you, you're not trying to turn the ball over. But turnovers happen. No, I don't, okay, maybe I'm wrong in this, but no quarterback has ever not had an interception. No, and it's and it's like, risk-reward. and it's risk reward. Yeah. But the reward is putting up 45 on a team if you just let them go. And the risk shouldn't be that big of a risk if you have this faith in your defense. Yes. If you can have this much faith in your defense and just let them go do their job. But it's a, it's the same on The turnover offense. shouldn't matter. It's the same on offense of like telling Allen he can't run as much anymore. Which is just ridiculous. And, and trying to radically change what kind of quarterback he is. Because you're terrified of any turnovers, even though for years he's put you in a position to go win a Super Bowl. In his- and you changed how he plays, and now they've lost too many games early. They have. And, I mean, that's what it is. You've lost too many games early, and now you have to hope you run the table, you get some help here where, like, Pittsburgh starts finally losing games and actually looking like a team that has Kenny Pickett as their quarterback. Or you're out of the playoffs. In in the middle of an AFC window, that looks ripe for the taking. Burrow's out. Herbert is not going to make the playoffs. Again, Again. the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens are good but look kind of shaky. Kansas City can't score and you won't make the playoffs. Because you're terrified of losing every game. In his 89 games played, Josh Allen has rushed 608 times. And he's fumbled 33 times. And he's lost 14 of them. Mm-hmm. That, to me, that's a minuscule number. Yeah. Like, it is so small compared to the 261st downs that he converts mm-hmm. and the 3,429 yards he puts up and the 47 touchdowns he scores as a as a dual-threat quarterback. Yep. Like... Why is it that but, let, 14... but let's limit that because we're scared that he might right. hurt himself let's... running, even though everyone knows. And all of Allen's injuries have come when he's in the pocket. Right. And let's look at let's look at this for example. Last year, 126 rushing attempts, seven touchdowns, 55 first downs, two fumbles lost, two mm-hmm. fumbles. Yep. This year, 62 attempts. That's half. That is exactly half of his total last year. Nine touchdowns, 32 first downs, three fumbles lost. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's mind-boggling because it, it, you're putting up basically the same numbers, but you're not giving them that many chances. 
I just I, 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 don't I think it. it's a, I think it's a lot like Dak Prescott's picks from last year. We're over we're overvaluing them. Yeah, it's it, inter, it turnovers themselves are very fluky year to year. The Bills got into the playoffs in 2017 based off the fact that they had a huge turnover differential. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, they weren't that talented. That's why it was easy to kind of break that team up and then kind of rebuild as quickly as they did. And I I, I just think they put too much weight on turnovers. And they're and and the coaching staff coaches like they're afraid to lose. We do got to take a quick time out here. If you want to join our conversation, if you want to give your thoughts on the Bills coaching staff, where you're at with this Bills team going into the bye, them being at six and six, do you have faith? Do you think this team can turn this around? Do you think the coaching staff has the ability to turn this around? You can join the show at eight oh three oh five fifty. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt filling in for one Bills Live today and tomorrow as the Bills head on to the bye week. You're listening to WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.